Annyeong, and welcome to Halley Jupiter, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Ray. This is episode 63, Fiendin' for Love Jams. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fine episode of Hallyujuku. I'm Petey Ray, your man with no that plans. Is. Here with me, as always, is my tactic partner, my buddy, my pal, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm fine. My cat almost jumped into the garbage can. <laughs> I am doing well. Welcome to the internet. Yes. Uh, where it is ruled by cats. Uh, like ancient Egypt, you know, uh, that's just how it is. Pretty much our rise uh, and our downfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course we talk about East Asian pop culture and we talk about what's new at the beginning of every episode. Uh, I wanted to throw in something, uh, of another for the news. So we talk about something that came out recently, uh, spearheaded by our boy, Sani, uh, he decided mm-hmm. he was inspired by the We Are the World and decided to to make a kind of a hip-hop version of We Are the World, except that it didn't end up All being right. as cheesy. And just kind of uh, created uh, a kind of a unifying pass-the-mic hip-hop song, uh, a bunch of MCs from different countries. Uh, the project is called Hashtag, of course, Hashtag Hip Hop is Hip Hop. Uh, the song is Hip Hop for the World. And it's actually a pretty cool song. Like, uh, the, the, the idea behind it is really cool. And like the MCs deliver pretty well. Uh, yeah. Kaz, Kaz what did you think of, the, of hip hop is hip hop? Um, at, at first I, or, so at first I, I kind of, I saw the title. I went hashtag hip hop is hip hop. All right. Shotgun. Um, <laughs> but I saw Sunny, I saw KRS One, and I kind of went, you know what? Uh, I feel like this is in good hands. Um, and you know, it starts out very, very dominantly with with Sunny, so you can definitely tell that this is very part, very much his project um, that he's spearheading. Um, and you have to get a lot of KRS One in there because that's the yeah. only way you're going to get him in there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then once you kind of start to pass the mic, uh, and you, and you do take this kind of trek around the globe, like I, I, I did not think it was going to be as international as it was. Um, <laughs> there were a few flags and places that popped up that made me go, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, Italy. I, I didn't, go to yeah. Bosnia right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Bosnia is one of those places I was not expecting. Thing, a, a hip hop artist from Bosnia, uh, to pop up into this thing. But no, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was, um, I thought it was handled really well. Cause like you said, there is very, very much a layer of cheese that could have got laid on top of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it could have been really, really bad if in the wrong hands. Um, but I think Sonny being a person that we've praised before, for being very genuine to to what he loves in the culture of hip hop. Yeah, he does a lot of the kind of cheesy 
reality TV shows that are being presented in Korea of hip hop and all these kind of things. But even with that, there's still some genuineness in them. Like even yeah. as much as we have shown disdain for the lady rap show in Korea, not because of the ladies um, or anything like that, but how more how it's handled and how it's presented. Um, yeah. And I, but a lot of the genuine parts come from Sonny and from the girls and things like that. Even in show me the money, a lot of genuineness came from the people that they picked to be producers and, and, and the people who lasted uh, throughout that process. So that part for me in this made me feel really good. Um, yeah. There was a lot of this. I had a hard time following, uh, especially when you, you're switching up accents and languages like that, yeah. even though the words <laughs> are on the screen. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like you said, I, I, for the most part, uh, what I could keep up with, I, I really felt really fun and, and genuine. Um, yeah. and, and I think that's what you want out of this. Yeah. It was fascinating. Like how, how like it, builds and flows uh i'd be interested to see like how the process was for getting the song or getting the the you know the rapping and pairing it with what beat or you know was if the beats came first or the rapping came first or uh because there's there the most interesting part is the fact that uh once krs1 comes into the you know into the song at the end because he's the main event, uh, th- all the music disappears. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just KRS One, just uh, acapella, uh, for lack of a better word, just on the mic. Uh, and then like there's parts where there's uh, the rapper from Bangladesh over beatboxing from a kid from Korea. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I wonder how that that worked out. But it, it all worked well, really well. From from what I'm probably understanding, especially this being handled by Sony and a lot of the production being handled uh, in Korea, it, it seems as thus a lot of the background stuff was done first. So a lot of the the and and this is just me very much assuming. Um, you know, I I, I have no ties to anything to to speak on this yeah. at any level of intelligence, uh, <laughs> but. I feel like most likely you you get the parts you know you can get first, right? Yeah. So he probably put together the DJ, put together the production, put together the beat, and then slowly but surely worked on securing the people to rap on these these track on the on this track. Uh, like whatever, like, yeah, I guess like in uh, by chunk by chunk, like you know this <laughs> part of the beat this person will take care of this part of the beat where it switches up to this part of the beat. This person will take care of, uh, that, that we, uh, called up. Uh, well, yeah, that, that definitely makes that. So then KRS one just kind of comes in and, you know, just shuts everything down. <laughs> uh, and that's always fun. Uh, and you gotta love that. Uh, Chris Parker taking over. <laughs> Uh, and it's fun. Hip hop is hip hop and it's pretty fantastic. Uh, but yeah, Kaz, what is new with you? Uh, let me ask. Um, new for me, uh, especially today is I ordered a bunch of shit from Amazon. Um, and Mm -hmm. some of it got here. I'm waiting on some other stuff. Uh, but I ordered some products from a company called 
Ultra. Uh, they make they they. I'm not gonna say they make cleaning products. They kind of put together cleaning kits is more what they do. But it's really a lovely product if if you're into photography or just kind of like keeping. I'm trying to adjust my camera. Um, just like keeping your your technology gear uh clean and and very friendly um so they give you these lovely microfiber cloths um that you can use uh, they gave me a fucking big giant one which i don't I, what am i going to clean this what i'm going to i guess i can clean my tv yeah. With this big ass thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a nice little kit to throw in my bag, uh, for my camera. This is, this is just obviously a makeup brush. Yeah. That has an ulterior motive. <laughs> um, but the two things that, that I really wanted out of this kit were the mic, well, three things. The microfiber cloths, cause there was a really good quickly cleaning your screen. These little air blower things. Awesome, because you don't want to use the chemical air things in your camera um, to get dust out. And these little sensor dust brushes uh, that you can actually use because it just slides out and you got a brush. Yay. And it slides back in. And then you take the pen cap off and you have a flat brush that you can use to clean things. So that was really cool. I'm glad I got that stuff. That's something nice to have around. I can't wait to get the rest of my, my shit from Amazon. Um, which some of it might be a tripod. Oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah. That's some other, uh, camera gear, which will probably put to a lot of use at ASIN. Um, I know we talk about ASIN a lot and, and make plays at it, but, but it's a, it's a good time in, in, for me and PD. Um, and then to have fun and do things. And we're going to try to make it bigger and better this year. So that's yes. what's new with me this week. Yeah. So There's stay tuned. Yeah. You know, stay tuned for on youtube.com slash R a belly TV. <laughs> God damn it. Brian. Uh, yeah, what, what, music wise, what's new with you music wise? I know one of them is one that I forced into your hand. <laughs> Uh, well, one of them is what I was going to use anyway, but I was glad that it later got posted with a title that will be readable for other people. Because yes. <laughs> uh, I was going to use the Mnet one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, Benzino has been kind of making a quiet little storm uh, lately this week. There was a couple of live performances from him and a couple of shows and things like that. And this uh, is a, a really cool simple music video uh for the song so what um that the first it, show it, it, i think it's like they did it on the show four things show it was like mm-hmm. some show and then like it you know they released it as official thing yeah um so it's really simple it's really cool it's very like you can tell it's done on a stage but that's not the point it's ben's you know coming out with with a song um and it's really good uh i i have said before i enjoy benzino and i i I know i have said it in a way that makes it seem like i don't (laughs) but i do i really enjoy um benzino he's not he's not one of my favorite favorites of of the korean rap scene but the thing about it is Benzino is really, really lyrically inclined. Um, I love his wordplay, uh, especially if you can kind of understand some of the Korean jib jab that he, he uses. And I don't know why I just said the word jib jab, but if you can, <laughs> if you can understand some of that, 
uh, it's it's really fun and and how he decides to use words and where he decides to use them. And he's just kind of a cool guy. Like he's just really like chill. Um, and and it kind of it comes across in his music and and his style. Yeah. Uh, so that's something I really enjoy about Benzino. Yeah, I, I, I was glad that you had seen it and were wanting to use it because I it had, I had an excess of songs. I'm like, I want to throw this song into. Mm, let me put it in Kaz's part. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me give it to him on Skype and and hope he sees it in time and throw it in. <laughs> throw it in. <laughs> I, had, I had like I did the thing where um because sometimes you'll send me stuff and I'll click on it and be like oh I already saw that and I'll just close it and I mean to like tell you like oh you know I saw that one. Um, but this one, I had like just watched it like five minutes ago. So I was like, oh no, I already saw that. So I just automatically closed it and went back to what I was doing. And then later on, I was like, oh, I didn't tell him that I already looked at it or whatever. <laughs> so like, I was going, I was like on Mnet getting the link when I saw the doc and I was like, oh wait, what? I was like, did he change like the whole thing? And I clicked on it and I was like, oh okay, no, it's on, it's on, uh, CJ Music. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, moving on. W- what else you so, got for us? Moving on. Um, we've been talking about them a lot, uh, kind of anticipating the, the slow crawl of, of release that they're going to do. Cause we know they're going to be releasing a lot of songs and that's boyfriend. Um, and then if you kind of follow the show or whatever, you know, we've been talking about boyfriend a lot just because of the label that they're on and kind of all the stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um, but we've been kind of anticipating the rest of what they're going to do and, and showing off their visual style and all these things in their videos. So boyfriend released a new song called bounce, uh, which is actually enjoyable and yeah. really good. And I liked it and I was very surprised that i liked it (laughs) uh yeah they're kind of known as the oddly enough for 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 a boy group to be the other to a girl group which is the opposite of how things work in in k-pop but uh boyfriend is kind of the the brother group to uh sistar or at least not not in that sense i guess just it label mates to sistar uh and you know sistar being the big group out of starship entertainment uh yeah it's 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 a cool song an interesting video uh these the the twins look a little odd now with their like super short hair after being on real men apparently and like shaving down their hair uh mm-hmm. so it look a little weird but uh it, it the visual is cool like the, the the nice mix of colors uh i didn't notice again and i finally brings it back to the attention the classic k-pop boy group slapping of the camera uh, move <laughs> that they do. <laughs> it was like, Phew. yeah. What the hell just happened to my audio? And uh, last but not least, uh, what else you got, Cass? So we've been we've been uh, we've been talking about uh, doing more Japanese stuff, um, and we've also been talking about doing more visual K stuff. So I figured I'd take the chance to actually bring more visual K stuff uh, to the uh, table, 
<laughs> yes. Um, so this is a band. This is a band called Nightmare. They are a visual K band, um, which is a very obvious once you start this video. They are a visual K band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lots of makeup, lots of looking like vampires. Uh, lo- lots of pretty Japanese men uh, in uh, fluttery clothing, as we'll say. Um, Nightmare is a very well-known band. Um, they've done some things for anime, namely Death Note. Uh, is one of the big ones that they've uh, done work for before. And this is um, this is a new song from Nightmare. Now, I haven't really followed Nightmare. I, very, I know of Nightmare because of anime things, but I haven't really ever followed anime, uh, like followed them like kind of hardcore. But so I know this is a new release from them called Quince, um, and it's really enjoyable. And it's one of those things that you know when I hear good visual K, it always makes me like, oh man, I really should kind of take that dive yeah. hardcore into Visual K and, and really listen to it. Um, so, like, this is something I really enjoyed. And I, I from what I remember, there are songs that they did for Death Note, and I remember them being really good um, in the time that I listened to them. Uh, so this is something that, that if, if, if you're kind of one of those people who are on the fence, but, you know, you like anime, you like, you like the Asian culture and music stuff, yeah. I, I would say definitely give Visual K a, a try. Um, Nightmare is a good place to start. And like I said, TM Revolution is definitely always a fun place to start if you yeah. want to do the, the Visual K uh, thing. The Visual K uh, journey, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Journey isn't a Visual K band because they're, they're, they're American. No. Uh, it's a Visual <laughs> K adventure. Uh, and they're, not, they're not pretty at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as much as Steve Perry wants to be, he's not very pretty. Uh, but they do have that Vietnamese boy now singing for them. So gets that close? Or... They're getting there, I guess. Maybe one day, one day, one day, Junior will just be one day. Love will find you. <laughs> uh, break those chains that find you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Nightmare is a cool song. It's a it's a catchy, fun, cool song that that works well and and, and compositionally cool. Uh, and I dug it. Like just listening to it now, uh, it's just a style. Uh, but yeah, Visual K. Get, get throw. We're gonna start throwing some more Visual K. I swear, we're gonna throw in. I swear, we're gonna get the Juku back in Hallyu Juku. Get the Juku. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yes. Slowly but surely. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Give me time. God damn it. I gotta, I gotta fucking, I gotta turn over rocks. Uh, <laughs> basically, it's uh, hard for me to find uh, Japanese music nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard for a lot of people to find Japanese music. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, I'm gonna throw in some. Uh, my first thing I'm gonna th- well, I have, I have, I, I realized that I did have a, a show and tell. I thought I wouldn't have a show and tell of my own, but I do have one too. Uh, I have these two CDs that I just got in the mail. Uh, one you'll recognize, nice. one you might not. Uh, this is, of course, Epikai's Shoebox. Nice. Uh, and this is Love X Stereo's We Love We Leave, uh, Part One. Uh, again, fantastic. Uh, and of course, keeping with tradition of more, you know, the K-pop style, the, the, the you know, the box that contains the CDs actually has some really cool stuff. Has a nice, like, book with all the lyrics that I'm not quite proficient in Korean enough to, to truly read, but but they're there. They're written well, and there's some handwriting. Uh, it's the, I'm pretty sure these are the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Can't read them all. 
Um, but I know that word, and that word's in the song. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, of course, this is the CD. And this is, because it's a special edition, this CD it contains the commentary tracks, uh, which is an entire a commentary track for every track on the CD. It's Tableau, Mythrogen, uh, DJ Two Cuts talking about the making of the of the, the album. Uh, of course, it's all in Korean and it's all audio, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to go find somewhere where somebody uploaded that uploaded it with English subs. But that's beside the point. But it's that's a, interesting. Yeah. So like a com- they did a commentary track of all the songs and what went into making the songs and the ideas that make it went into making the songs like. So you know, I'm I'm familiar with a commentary track, right? But a commentary track generally goes along with visual things, yeah, movies, TV shows, things like that. So a commentary track for something that is specifically audio is is interesting, but but it's not mind blowing. Yes. I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to come across like like you know like I I I fucking just found out. Uh, smartphones were a thing. Yes. Like, <laughs> like what? Oh my god! Or what? like how you uh, can do that now? Or how? Or Apple people finding out that smartwatches are a thing now that Apple did one. Right. Like what? You can have technology in your watch. Oh, <laughs> yes, people, you can. Um, but no, this is this is kind of interesting to me. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever come across it before. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure other people have done it. Like. Uh, but, I, but I don't know. I find that really interesting and cool. Uh, but yeah, that's really cool stuff. I'm glad to have it. I'm excited. Of course, the Love X Stereo is a really cool song. People should check it out. Really cool track. Bunch of cool songs. We should check it out. Uh, but moving on, I, I did quite have quite a few things. Uh, moving on. Um, this is te- not technically going to talk about anime, but tangentially connected to an anime and a manga and a magazine series. Well, it's a it's a very it's a very musical anime and manga. Um, it's so a multimedia it, it, franchise, yeah. <laughs> Love right. live. So it, it encompasses all this thing. It's very much like I what um oh what is her goddamn name Hatsune, Hatsune Miku, Miku yeah. is right. So Hatsune Miku kind of encompasses all of these things. She's a pop star. She's an anime character. She's you know in genres of games because of the musical incline and all these kinds of things. So this thing that you're going to really talk about kind of encompasses that same thing. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is uh love live school idol festival off for the phone. Uh, so let me uh, boot it up here. Make noises. Copyrighted music. Uh, Love Live School <laughs> well, Idol Festival. So much for this episode on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna go back to that episode where we reviewed fucking My Love from Another Stars. That lost video episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, School Idol Festival, and how I got into it was way so that story we talked about where we talked about that saddest little Kickstarter ever uh, about that little <laughs> the K-pop idol simulator game. Uh, you talked about the games that exist. Wait, now I want to go check. It was the the, the, that K-pop idol that looked like a Pokemon game that that was going to be something else. Um, 
then we talk about the the fan this the the kind of the idle simulation or idle games that existed out there and this was one of the ones that was on google play that was like well let's check this out and uh it kind of sucked me in for one uh reason it's a it's a rhythm game it's a free-to-play rhythm game really fun Mm -hmm. uh easy to get into hard to master kind of as you go up into to the better you know the higher tiers difficulty rhythm game uh and that won me over purely on the fact that i'm i i love those little rhythm games i played frequency i played amplitude my heart's content i kick-started the reboot to amplitude <laughs> like uh i'm you know i played every good you know every guitar hero harmonics did all uh, all three rock bands uh i'm i'm going to pre-order rock band four uh so you give me a really good uh rhythm game and i'm hooked and it's a really fun rhythm game partly uh, partly rhythm game partly card collecting game card uh building game because uh part of the thing is uh the more you do well you get these the characters you get more and more members of your idol group uh and they're like in they basically you want to consider them cards um you can also scout for them using friendship points. You also, you can also do honor scouting using love uh 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 love gems. You know, you can do honor scouting with those how, that's how you get your rares and your ultra rares and your super rares. Um mm-hmm. and uh you know the 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 characters are separated into these three categories where they're with their stats leaning towards that category with some you know uh, several little stats in the others. Uh, they could be a smile, uh, pure, or cool. You know, so you know, smiles are more the energetic, uh, pure, more the kind of the wholehearted, pure. You know, uh, characters and cool are the 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 cool, like almost sexy, if, if you want to say, or you know, cool characters. Uh, so, you know, you won't, but you don't want to just, if you, and the, the songs are separated into those categories as well. So having a team that's go- geared toward more towards the, the type of the song helps, but the, 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 the idols also have abilities that, uh, you know, okay. the different ones are rares. So like some have score boosting abilities, some have stamina, stamina, uh, recovery abilities. Some have like, uh, you know, uh, success window, you know, timing window enhancing. Uh, so you got to pick yeah. the right team. You have to have a mix. You can't just put in one side or the other for each team, you, you know. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think about all this. I had that moment in, uh, in like, a Bugs Bunny in that uh, cartoon where he's at the Air Force Base and the gremlin uh, is trying to blow up the missile with a mallet. And he says... Uh, let me take a whack at it. And he spins himself around <laughs> to make a, you know, to get a really good, uh, you know, to get a really good swing. And then he stops right, you know, within the hair's reach of the, of the missile and goes, what am I doing? Uh, I kind of had that. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> because like the, the managing of all these characters to to kind of maximize your stats and try to succeed in these songs it's so in it it, it, it again i credit to to the addictive nature of this game that you know you could like get into like managing all this and you can idolize so 
if you have more than one of a, of a specific character in the card, you can idolize them, combine them into one, and then they change outfit. And then they become, right. and then you gives the ability to bond with them. Uh, you can also practice, that's special practice. You can also just regular practice in which you feed uh, your extraneous characters to them in practice uh, and level them up. Um, and it is, it is, it is classic free to play, addictive, make you want to, make you tempted to like go, hey, if you buy a love gem now, you don't have to wait to earn one at a time, you know, (laughs) and it'll mess you up because you can do, okay, so honor scouting is five love gems. I want to guess how many, in what increments they sell the love gems? Six. Two. Oh, six. Okay. Uh, they sell them in one. Oh, six. <laughs> Eleven. Like it's like it's like the New York subway system, how they you know how they get you in the like the to get you those extra like it's it's that, that may say mentality. You can buy six gems with a certain amount of money, or you can buy just too much. And then you have this extra gem that you you know you can't use that you bought uh that you feel like and I, I, I could earn some more or i could buy another six gems and now i have two gems that i can't use so it's like ah uh, genius yeah. uh diabolical yeah. genius it's that very smart, you know, like we're we're gonna get you on this level, right? Because I mean, I mean, I will say this, right? I like I like Love Live, but that's because I came from it as a being a fan of the anime, right? So I really enjoy the anime. So when I found out that was there was all this extra shit to Love Live, and like going to conventions recently, there is this quiet storm of people who love Love Live, right? Because you see, like, just people decked out in love live gear right not even just the girls in cosplay but dudes with love live fucking jackets on and like love live like carrying bags and like all kinds of shit you know like this thing is slowly one of those dominant forces that just kind of comes along and it's because of the quiet little things that it does like the anime is kind of funny and kitschy the game is like you said it has that free playability that just kind of grabs you to just it's fun it's easy to get into but then there are those little things where like you said like oh okay so there's this whole system oh collecting the girls you know and you could see how somebody who's not even a fan of the anime could totally get into it like you have where you're just like oh okay no i want to oh man i want to collect that oh what is she able to do oh man oh that's definitely a skill i need because i can't hit those buttons fast enough you know and then you're just like oh man i really need those gems though (laughs) you're like huh I I need to get my hands on those gems somehow, some way. How am I going to earn that? them? I mean, and they give like, right like this month, like this week, they're giving away one for every day you log in, just to celebrate a million subscribers. And then you know they do it. Of course, they do the regular daily login prize, of course, because it's a free to play game. And you know, it's sometimes it's money, it's friendship points, and gem the next day. One day money, one day friendship point, one day it's a gem, ah, uh, and they, they it'll mess you up, man. It'll mess you up. Uh but it, it is a fantastic. Week. 
and uh, I won't. I actually started watching the anime, but I won't get into it on this show. I'll try to weasel my way onto the A through K podcast to talk about it. Uh, so well, I'll say that I'm gonna I'm gonna weasel mm-hmm. my way on that show uh, and talk about that. Uh, but yeah, check out School Idol Festival. It'll it, or actually don't. If you know what's good for you, don't do <laughs> don't do it. Don't do that to yourself. Uh, but it's out there. I'm gonna I'll link it on the show notes, anyways. Uh, you make your own decisions. I'm not your father, uh, as far as I know. Uh, but let's talk about music. Uh, let me get into the, the the music that caught my attention because we have that and a couple of the tracks to talk about. But let's get into it. Uh, Manju Pocket uh, is the group like a yeah. little cool little indie group that I saw an interview for, and I decided to check out some of the songs. And uh, I'm gonna feature one of the songs and. Uh, they ended up being a really cool, like fun little uh, indie group that you know has some really fun, catchy songs. They had this has this particularly uh, fun video for their song "Go for a Drink," uh, which is entirely speaking of like you know the Japanese games, entirely looking like a dating sim. Uh, or yeah, like, you know, like... <laughs> it, it is so it's so date to me, dude. Like. I was I was watching it and I wasn't paying attention at first. Like you kind of know how you're like you, you're you're watching something, you're looking at it, but you're not necessarily putting two and two together to what's going on on the screen. And I was just like, man, this is a slow moving video. Then I paid attention and I was like, why do I know this styling? And I was like, oh, because it's all the years I've spent playing dating sims. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is very familiar to me. All right. <laughs> so I thought it, I thought it was really funny and cool. Yeah, it was really fun, and the song's cute and uh, catchy. And uh... God, and they got the fade out right, like yeah. the way the person fades in and fades out. It's so uncanny valley that a person would do that. Like, <laughs> like they don't like the person doesn't just walk in. They they're already sitting down. And then they transition to. <laughs> so it was just like one of those things it was just like oh man I love it it's so it's so good as uh, Mick too uh, we're gonna drink beer and, and things like that and then to the point where the only choice is to go home um mm-hmm. and it, uh, but yeah check it out Manju Pocket they're fun they're, they have some they have some fun. uh but moving on uh, Lim Kim with the new song She of Tugiloro yeah. Uh, and solo fame. Uh, Lim came also with a unique voice. Come out with a song called Are You a Grown-Up? Uh, I know I'm not a grown-up. Well, are but, you? No. Uh, not even close. Uh, not Mach- even close, baby. Mach- <laughs> and it's a, it's, it's a kind of keeping with her style. Uh, more along the lines of being cutesy and kind of uh, peppy and kind of a little bit folksy. Playing with her uh, vocals a bit. More falsetto than anything on this track uh, than she usually does. Uh, but it's about kind of being a, a kid and growing up and, you know, kind of uh, deciding not to be, you know, not, not to let go of being a little kid. You know, not, not let go of kind of that kid in you, uh, despite what expected, despite what you think you're supposed to be. And I liked it. Uh, I know that there's been reviews where they kind of like, uh, People have not really been feeling uh, her falsetto in this track. 
but mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I like I like the song and I like the, like kind of the the moments and like the 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 drunk kid the, the drunk kid with the fake mm-hmm. mustache is hilarious. Uh and the kid with the coffee. Uh but yeah, what, what did you think, Cass? Yeah. Um I I overall enjoyed it. Yeah, I could see how some people weren't super duper a fan of her her vocals in this. Um but I overall enjoyed it. And I mean, come on, it's cute fucking kids, right? Yeah. So you're you're kind of early going to win me over. And then Lin, Lin Kim is just kind of like super cute yeah. <laughs> um, and attractive. And and the video is just just fun. So um it's a it's a, it's a kind of fun song and yeah, like I said, th- there are some parts to the vocals where you're like, eh, eh, I don't know. Um uh, but but overall as a song in general, I I enjoyed it, and then the video is just too much fun to not enjoy and have fun yeah. with. Yeah, make it, no no. Don't forget your your inner child. Have a little fun. Have some play some green light red light. Uh, whenever you get the chance, uh, maybe we'll do that at Asin. We'll we'll do like a large scale green green light red light. We'll do that or something like that. That'd be that. fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. On the the other track that uh, caught my attention, new track from Fiesta, uh, off of their uh, threesome anthem, uh, one more. Uh, this one is uh, their your busted ass is uh, is lame now that we're broken up anthem. Uh, you're pitiful. <laughs> um. So one thing, uh, Jay is looking as fine as hell. Uh, two. Uh, it's a really nice, cool, sexy song, and the choreography is done really well. And three, I cannot believe that in any of the performances I've watched, nobody has fallen off of the, one of those chairs. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm going to guess all the falling happened in this uh, in the dance practice studio, and at this point, uh, yeah. they I'm going to say at least three of them have uh, artificial knees. Uh, <laughs> I'm just putting that out there, the possibility. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's it's a pretty cool, sexy song and video. What what did you think, uh, Cass? Um, it it so it it kind of has this look that a lot of like the sexy videos are starting to have now is very kind of washed over and and bright colors with muted backgrounds. Which I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm starting at that point to get tired of that that look, and that that is just in the way it's recorded and kind of filming part. But the song I really enjoyed. Um, like you said, it's, it's it is that anthem of like, God, you're so sad. Like we're 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 done, and you just you just don't know when to stop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just I feel sad for you. Yeah. Like. Okay. Uh yeah, and it's a yeah, it's a really cool song, and it's really, and I like it. Uh, uh, the, the the one thing that's making me sad is apparently it's not succeeding that well, or at least it hasn't been doing well in the charts. Uh, and mm. they in their in their comeback, in their initial comeback performances, they were already getting cut for time for music shows. <laughs> like you know how that happens to some like musical acts after like their their second yeah. or third performances. Uh, if then you know after after a couple performances, if they're a, a semi-successful group after like the first performance, 
you know, at least they give him a full performance the first time, but that they'll cut the rest of them. Uh, no, Fiestar, right from the get go, we're just kind of getting sliced off for time. So it's like, uh, it's kind of sad, but uh, I, it's sad because this is, this is actually a cool, nice song, and they, they are they are attractive girls that that have kind of uh, busted their butts and had having to already have member changes, uh, stuff like that. So hopefully, hopefully it, it does turn around at least a bit for them. Um, Fiestar. Those are the songs that caught my attention. There's a couple other songs that are worth noting. Uh, the former Locket Girls. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. No, please continue. <laughs> the, fur, fur, the, the former Locket Girls, uh, you know, uh, not hot off, but, uh, you know, after gaining a bit of notoriety for their, uh, you know, their sexy concepts for marionette and for their butthurt dance um uh for the butthurt dance uh and to kind of get being a little bit infamous off of that uh are coming back with their song fool or um uh, mong uh and it's okay it's it's a song where they're kind of like playing off of the idea of like the hateful comments on the internet uh Mm-hmm. It's okay, like it's it's nothing to uh uh to write home about, but I I definitely wanted to throw it in there, uh to point out the idea of, like everybody everybody was quick to shit on on this like the sexy concept and say oh you know what was it getting, getting too sexy and blah 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 and like like that and and then you realize that before that song they were the forgotten at the you know assumed disbanded locket girls and now they actually are like. Mm-hmm. Have some, you know, have some views on their videos. Have, uh, I mean, they're at they they got to hit the three hundred one plus videos, uh, you know, views uh, status. As in, enough people initially watched their video to get stuck at three hundred one plus uh, before the votes were ver- before the views were verified. So, have some uh, name power now. So it's like, yeah. You know, like you want to talk about this, the sexy concept and as much as kind of the song was okay and not really that good, it did get them the notoriety. Uh, and, and you want, you could almost say that you would say that it was a success for sure. Uh, for yeah. what, what the goal was. Uh, but in the end, you know, this is an okay song and the, the video is nice, but, uh, and the song's okay, but, uh, it is worth looking at the fact that, uh, the change in direction and getting that attention was worth it. Uh. Can I can I also say right? There is still a lot of focus on body parts in this video. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, that's what well, works. Works. <laughs> right. You're doing the splits. Um, but I I enjoyed the video way more than I enjoyed the song yeah um i think the video and the styling of the video kind of spoke more for what it was than what the song did i'm sorry i'm getting bored by this song (laughs) (laughs) um like I, I i think the video kind of spoke more to all those things that you said the, the, like how the you know the the reaction to the youtube comments and the the kind of 
a happiness for getting the you you know the views and the notoriety, but then it coming with kind of the infamy and all these other things, and kind of trying to speak to that and say like, hey, you know, we we, we were trying a thing, and it was the thing that we tried, and you know, we want to be sexy, but you know, fun and innocent too, and there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. And I, I, I could be reading way more into that than I should <laughs> from a really cutesy video. Yeah. But I feel like that's the point that's trying to be made, and I like that. Yeah. I like that, too. Uh, the song? The meh. <laughs> very Some, meh. Very much like Marionette. <laughs> the song is meh. The video is more song. Uh, and Marionette was an uh, <laughs> again, but her dance. <laughs> uh, but last but not least, uh, the other song that uh, oh, we should talk about. Uh, we can. I think we're gonna have different opinions on this song. Uh, I would say, but l- we're gonna talk about it in anyways. Uh, Rat Monster finally released that collab with Warren G. Uh, called PDD or Please Don't Die. Uh, it's off of his, uh, it's going to be, I guess, off of his uh, upcoming mixtape, dropping that mixtape, uh, or whatever <laughs> it is that it's going to do. You know what mixtapes now? Uh, I don't yeah. know, I guess. Uh, but Red Monster, uh, it's, the video is basically, uh, a tour of LA. Uh, the song is, is a Rap Monster track. I, 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 I guess I, I, I was, I was waiting for Warren G to show up, but then I realized he probably was just the studio and he. He helped make the beat, uh, and he probably produced the beat, and that was mainly his contribution, uh, and probably in the chorus helping out as well. But uh, it was interesting song. It was an interesting uh, video. I think Warren G provided a cool beat. I think Rap Monster. I honestly, I want to give him credit for 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 the way he rapped. I think it was it was a lot better than I was expecting. <laughs> uh, he actually did a pretty good job. So some of the, some of the uh, choice of words were odd, like the the wankers. <laughs> uh, talk about wankers, uh, which is odd. But um, and the I don't care that shit. Go swear, share that shit. Uh, it, it was it was odd, but I think uh, overall it was it was uh, it, it it surprised me. Uh, how well he flowed. I don't know. Well, what did you think? Yeah. So, so all right. There's a lot of things that, that, that I agree with you on. Like he, the the overall flow and the beat were a lot better than I expected it to be. Right. Like that definitely caught me off guard. Like I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, and and on that part, I like. Oh, that part I actually liked it, right? So, so on the flow and the beat, I was like, "Holy shit, I'm actually enjoying this," right? Um, but then, like you said, when you kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the song, there's a little bit of tryhard in there, yeah. Um, and and a little bit of like, so it, 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 here was our thing, right? Our our thing was the comfort, the 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 comparison between Tough Cookie and then the other songs Siako has released, right? Yeah. And this is very much dead in the middle. Yeah. Like, it is so in the middle. It could have 
easily went either way. Um, but it, 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 it stops itself right, right in the middle. Like, it's it's not super try-hard, but there is very much some try-hard. Even, even the, the, the hook of the song, Please Don't Die Before I Get My Chance to Shoot You, you know, like, <laughs> you know... Like you said, the this goes out to the suckers and wankers. Like, like come on, stop! Yeah. Like you're, you're that, you know, you're getting into those tryhard mentalities. Um, but, yeah. but other than that, the parts of it where it's kind of more rap boasting and kind of putting your chest out there, I enjoyed and yeah. I liked those parts. And but the subtle like said, shades, peppered, the subtle shades that like the the like uh, I think uh, well I think at least that uh, Bobby you know? uh, and like the references to Born Hater and things like that. There was there was some there was, they're very subtle and they were in the song. Uh, I'm trying to remember where yeah. they were, but I'm gonna we're gonna have to like which I'm kind of despising, but we're gonna have to kind of go through it and pick it apart a little bit. I think yeah. At some and, point, and look uh, for those things. but yeah, it. it, it I think uh, going in with low expectations, it definitely, uh, it definitely uh, exceeded those low expectations. So uh, definitely worth checking yeah, out. Yeah, 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 definitely worth checking out. But that's um, it. And, and, and you know what? I understand. I understand. You understand. We understand that we don't mean that in a bad way, but other people could think that in a bad way. It, it's just meant. We we were expecting tough cookie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. No matter what, no matter how much I say I like Ziko, after that, tough cookie is bad. It, it's way too try hard. It's way too on this side of try hard, and and yeah. and and doing all those kinds of things. Um, this is very square in the center between between tough cookie and and good Korean hip hop and and good boasting and pumping your chest out there and you know being kind of a man in your rap song and being like, yo, if if it comes down to that, I'm gonna do what I need to do. Um. Uh. But like I said, there there are those just those subtle little things in there that that eh, make me kind of just not want to really like it. And I, and I know I'm kind of have put myself in a camp where I don't want to like Rap Monster anyway. But I was gonna give him a chance to win me over, and he he's earned some points. But you know, it, I, he still hasn't won me over. Um. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to. We'll wait and see. Wait and see. Once again. Uh, but that's it for the music. Uh, try to wrap it up. We took a lot of time. That's it for like the, what's new. Uh, we're jumping into our headlines, trying to knock those out. Talk about some topical topics. Yeah. There's some yeah. stuff to talk about. Join us over. Howdy! Welcome back to our headline segment. We're going to talk about some topical topics, uh, some goings on, some interesting articles. Uh, let's dive in. Um, this is an interesting article that I wanted to bring up. That just to just to uh, share with uh, the fans out there, uh, something useful, something that you guys might have some use for if you're like a part, particularly a, pa- a fan of a particular group and you want to help them out. You know, when the music shows, it's how to uh, use melon from overseas. Uh, melon uh, or melon melon uh, is one of the premier music uh, streaming services in Korea. Uh, without a doubt, and 
Goes without a doubt, Melon is the most important streaming site in Korea. The rankings on Melon uh, affect all music shows that take rankings in, into consideration. This also has the widest variety of music, variety of music available. Uh, it also only costs nine dollars a month, and you get unlimited streaming. So it's like Spotify. Korean Spotify. They mm-hmm. also have Spotify over there, but this has already been there, so they they have home turf. Um. So this kind of walks you through on how to do everything. You'll need the following: an email address, a credit card that has not, been, and you want to make sure that it's a neighbor. You want to basically want a neighbor or a DOM email address, a credit card that hasn't been associated with your current iTunes account, or just a credit card if you don't have an iTunes account, and a Korean iTunes account. Uh, and then it kind of walks you through the steps, and you can do this if you care. Uh, I didn't do this because work and i don't care that much but hey <laughs> i know there's people out there that that want to, to want to help and here it is uh do you do you care kaz enough to want to do all this uh maybe I, 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 only only for the pure fact that i know there have been a few times where we wanted to get our hands on on albums when they kind of initially were released and um that's true and kind of some other things and we've had to wait for it to either hit itunes or google music or one of these things you know and then and you know like to to pull that little iron curtain off like you know me and pd will either one of us will buy it and just send it to the other one or whatever um there have been a few times where we both bought it because you know it hit either thing that that we were kind of keeping an eye on and we're like oh i got it oh oh, i got it too okay cool you know um but more or less i don't know the the system we've used has kind of been working but then at the same time like you said even once you do this there's still kind of some other work you got to go through yeah. to keep up with that um so yeah. uh and it's like the, you need an a postal address also you also going to need a postal address uh, in korea they're going to like have to know somebody who's like a teacher over there and is living there or something like that you want it to be legit so it's like I don't know, maybe. Right, if I ever become yeah, friends yeah. with like Simon or Martina, I'll just I'll just say my address is the You Are Here Cafe <laughs> in, in Hongdae. Like it's like okay. like uh I'll I'll show up to the live chats. It's like, hey nice you know, the the intra kimchi live chats is like, Hey, nice to meet you awesome live chat guys. Hey, by the way, any mail getting in there for me? <laughs> have you seen my package there's, I think there's a package coming there for me I don't know why uh, it's really weird yeah but uh, can, can you just send that to me <laughs> uh, you know just let them pile up for, for a couple days and, and then just send it in one big uh, priority mailbox um, <laughs> but yeah uh, moving on check that out if you're interested moving on uh, this one's Wait, some good hold on I want to say, if for any reason at all ever somebody who is in Korea does listen to this, this is your chance to start a business by letting people send packages to you, and then you taking a couple of dollars off of the shipping cost that they will then send you to have it shipped to them. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> moving on. Uh, 
a nice headline. Good news for uh, hashtag Team Schadenfreude. Uh, Wu Fan in Luhan rumored, rumored, keep in mind, rumors, uh, to play brothers in upcoming TV series. Um, this is delectable and delicious. Uh, it, rumors of Wu Fan, uh, aka Chris, a boy Chris, uh, Yeezus. Uh, and Luhan starring in the same Chinese television series Enchanted City, uh, tentative name aka Huan Cheng, uh, have surfaced on Chinese media platform. Again, Chinese media. Chinese media. Here's your grain of salt. Enjoy it. Uh, mm-hmm. Chinese media platforms. In Dense- December of last year, news started spreading on Chinese media portals that Wuyifan and Luhan were being considered with different acting roles in City, a television series adapted from the original novel written by Chinese writer, writer uh, Guo Jingming. Uh, in question in an interview about rookies he would like to collaborate with, Guo, Guo Jingming himself named Bu Yifan and Lu Han as two of the four candidates he would like to talk to if he had the opportunity. So it's like either it's right together or it's just a what it could have will do if it happens. Uh, who knows? There's a bunch of other people that could be tied to it. Uh, but this is this is a nice little headline for Team Schadenfreude in the in the cast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it's like I said, you've been talking about this whole, you know, that this is a rumor and uh, that you know you're not sure. I, you know how much I hate kind of the rumor mill of these things. Yeah. Um, but just you, you don't know what's going on or what to do with these things. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, you if know. if it's true, it would be kind of, uh, and SM would lose their shit. Uh, because they're still suing them for, for their activities. Uh, which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, when when we we go to Asin, that's gonna be the thing. We're gonna, we, now we have, now we have two jerseys to look for. <laughs> we're gonna go to that K-pop booth. We're gonna roll up and be like, "Yo, got that? You got them Chris and Luhan jerseys?" And we'll you, who you, who do you want? You want Chris or you want Luhan? I'll take the. Other. I, I want the Chris one. I want that Jesus. Jesus. All right, I'll take Luhan. <laughs> I'll take the uh we'll we'll rock them all, you know, we'll show up at the at the K pop uh, uh panel rocking them jerseys. Uh and Team Freedom. Uh but speaking of SM clusterfucks, uh Red Velvet adds fifteen fifteenth member. <laughs> they have, they don't have that many members. Fifth member Yeti for reasons. Um NMO. Weird moves. SM Entertainment announced today that Red Velvet has added a fifth member to the group in Yeti. Uh, why? Nobody has any idea. Are they struggling more than anticipated or something? Like, they, they are kind of a, uh, they, they have some, you know, aim and some variety. It's an odd move to just kind of throw the member in there. Um, can you read the tea leaves and and guess why they would do such a thing? Why they would like just throw this member in there? Um, 
there could be a number of reasons. So the one I'm going to go with in in the Kaz mass out the world <laughs> um, uh, thing is I'm going to say it's one, it creates a news cycle. Oh. Um, two, kind of, it, in general, you, you generally do five or more. Um, there, there aren't a lot of groups that are four or less. Uh, um, See, there are, but some of the Sistar would be like the exception. I guess almost the exception that proves. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it could just maybe be that she was always initially meant to be part of the group, but something happened, or you know. Yeah. I'm wondering you're getting close to that time. I'm wondering if they're anticipating with this comeback. You know when it come when it, you know Red Velvet's job is in SM. I'm wondering if they're getting ahead of a of a of a of a scandal that hasn't broke yet. <laughs> like this, they <laughs> know some coming. This creates a whole cycle, right? Where they're like, oh, oh, what's that back there? Hey, we got a new member for for fucking Red Velvet. And they're coming Dang. back. And everybody else is like, whoa, what is that? What What is that over there? Like, <laughs> like, oh, Red Velvet. And there's a new comeback. There's a new song. Yeah. Uh, ice Cream Cake. Oh, Ice Cream Cake. Uh, Red Velvet Ice Cream Cake. Um, uh, yeah, it's finished. They just, they just finished it. They just finished recording it. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and I think the... the the byproduct of them using Red Velvet to cover up scandals is that Red Velvet is actually a fun little group, and and they actually put cool songs out, and uh, they are talent. So uh, we get good, good thing, uh, which I think it makes everyone happy. Uh, but moving on, go through these. Headlines. Moving on, a cool, interesting new pilot. Uh, variety show uh, with a couple of big names attached to it. Uh, you know, I like the variety, uh, and uh, though I haven't really had a chance to talk too much about the shows, I, I watch a bunch of variety shows, a bunch of just like you know, just on KBS World. Every once in a while, I just throw in my TV and I turn on KBS World and see if like uh, I've remembered to catch the latest Hello Counselor or Happy Together, or, you know, something like that. Um, I, I do dig me some variety shows. Yu uh, Jae Suk, uh, Kim Goo to MC together in SBS's new pilot TV show. Uh, your boy, Jay Suk, uh, somebody who we're both big fans of, uh, somebody who I admire greatly. Just a guy and as a as a as a show host, uh, and is just like a as a good guy. Uh, teaming up with Kim, Kim Goo another you know veteran venerable uh, name in, in the variety game, especially the talk show variety game, uh, are to collaborate to, for a new family variety show. Uh, an official arri- involved in the broadcast company told TV Report, UJ Suck and Kim Goodall are to appear in the new SBS pilot program together. The show is to be about observing teenagers who have a bad relationship with their parents. Uh, the show will display, display how the relationships recover. Uh, as the MCs, Yu Jae-suk and Kim Goo-ra will, re- will remain in the studio and have discussions about the families while watching recordings of them. Uh, 
This could be interesting, or it could be very cheap. Yeah. Uh, this could be very cheesy, it, or it could be very... It could actually very much... It could actually hit on some some topics and hit on some, like... like Some topical good, topics. Yeah, some top, some, hit on some good discussion points and get <laughs> some really good conversations happening. Or it could just be, like, you know... Uh, for nanny. Some, you know, it's just like, look at these rambunctious kids. Let's beat some sense into them, you know, like, like, <laughs> or something like that. Like, uh, I don't know. What, what, it's got some good talents in the MCs, but uh, do you, what do you think of the, the the combination of the MCs and the the the, the format? Um. So. Hey, I, I, this is going to be a spy cam show, right? Yeah. Like, you you get that vibe that this is going to be a spy cam show, and that worries me. Yeah. I'm never really a fan of the spy cam show or anything close to it. So, like, just off top, the spy cam shows. Superman the Returns, out. kind of like, it could have like a Superman Returns vibe, but without all the cute babies. <laughs> uh, Did you just go Superman Returns on me? What the fuck? <laughs> Superman Returns, a variety show with like uh, the MMA player dude and his daughter and like uh, uh, oh, the twins. Oh, oh, oh. I'm the fucking thing of Superman Returns as in the movie. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Understandable, or the return of Superman. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's the show that's killing, uh, the kicking, uh, Running Man's ass right now. <laughs> uh, or that in one yeah. day, two no, days, yeah, I yeah. believe. The return of Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, days that it airs, right? Um, it's kicking ass something. Um. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it could be interesting, but you know, it's uh UJ Suck is fantastic. Another you know, hardest hardest working man in the business, like James Brown, a, a Korean variety. Like uh more work for him. I think he, he likes it. Uh he likes working hard. So you know. again, more like the man has a show on every channel. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know how he does it. I just I don't understand how he does it. But yeah, I I I look forward to that. Hopefully there will be hopefully there will be timely English subs available. Looking at you, drama fever. Please, give us a try. Let us try it out. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Let's go to Japan. How about something? Uh, Japan's newest idol okay. group. KGB84 hails from Okinawa, has an average age of 84. Uh, Japan's idol world is quite expansive, for lack of a better word. Even with the wide variety of groups uh, running around, it can be hard to really tell them apart. Though we have to say there was no mistaking Osaka's Obachan or any other group. In fact, the old lady idol group, still growing strong, uh, perhaps thanks in part to the dearth of elderly competition. Uh, but it looks like Obacha and AKB48 
are about to face some new rivals. KJB KB KBG uh 484 not KGB that's that's the Russian army whatever. KBG 84 Okinawa's own geriatric <laughs> idol group KBG's newest idol group uh making headlines is commonly described as Japan's idol group closest to heaven this sounds it just sounds mean it's like they did the idol groups closest to dying. Sounds weird, but apparently it's cute. So they they live in Okinawa, which is a pretty rad place. To live. Closest to heaven. Uh, uh, you have to be eighty. You have to be eighty years old to join, and the average age group is eighty-four. Uh, central figures of the group: Miki Hanashido. Who's a mere ninety years old, and Tomi Menaka, who's ninety-one. Um, so, in, in all fairness, this is a kind of a fun little group that probably is mainly for uh, for a tourist attraction, <laughs> uh, and for as an activity for for the for the elderly of the town to kind of get out and do, you know, be out and about and have a hobby. Uh, but this this is this is adorable. What you mm-hmm. think? I I don't know what to do. I legitimately <laughs> I legitimately do not know what to do with this information. Like I don't know how to process this. Like in no way do I understand how to process this. No way at all. I just can't. I can't process this. Like, this is, like, who... uh, who, What are you going to do? Like, are they going to produce music? Is it it truly just a tourist attraction? Are are you expecting them to dance? Who's going to teach them to dance? What are you... My brain hurts. Apparently they've they've, uh, filmed a music video. Minaka standing and dancing. Which in most other contexts might not seem impressive, but it definitely is there. Is here. Uh, there's even plans for KBG uh, 84 to come to Tokyo, where they will perform a show at Shinagawa Prince Hotel's Club EX for the end of June. So far, there's been no mention as to whether or not the No Lovers rule comment to so many idol groups is being applied here. We guess there's only one way to find out. Gonna say, uh, lovers of the dead. Okay. Um, uh, but this is this is adorable. And <laughs> uh, but speaking of not adorable, not speaking of adorable, uh, producer of Make It Pop TV show allegedly jokes about not wanting guys in it. Uh, the producer of the Nickelodeon K-pop show Make It Stop, Make It Make It Stop, uh, which stars Megan, which stars Megan Lee, joked that he would never have Asian males on his show, according to a first-person account of an individual individual present at the meeting. Uh, we have no, and you know, uh, IATFB says he has no idea if the story is true or not, because you know how these things are. It's just, like, it's just something that somebody posted on Reddit, and but. It did name names, and it got specific, so it's worth looking at. 
this is kind of what they said. The morning I sat in a boardroom meeting with TV executives and producers to hear about their new live-action kids show, Make It Stop, uh, K-pop-inspired musical comedy. I was excited to oh, hear Asian it. coach to, was beginning to influence the Western mainstream. And when they told me two out of the three female leads were Asian girls, a Korean and Chinese Malaysian, I was delighted. That was until I found out the show had no Asian guys in them. Uh, surprise, only white guys are in the show as a love interest for the Asian girls. At the producer's presentation during the q and I mustered up the courage to ask, will there be an Asian guy in it? In a joking manner, the producer, uh, producer said, Nope! Never! Asian guys in my show, not gonna happen! Uh, while everyone else, albeit uncomfortably, laughed it off. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna guess. Uh, come on now, it's a show about Korean pop. Half the artists from the K-pop industry are Asian men. Uh, most K-pop fans are actually non-Asian girls, women who are a fan of K-pop men. Excluding Asian men, K-pop is like going to Hooters without scandally clad waitresses. Nobody wins. Producer began to answer the question seriously and said he was hoping to get Sai to play the father of the main Korean girl. Mentally, I was shaking my head in disappointment. I'm gonna fucking shoot myself now. I'm gonna build a gun and I'm gonna shoot myself. Dude, you don't have a MakerBot yet? You can 3D print yourself a gun? I'll go to work. There's a no, there's a 3D printer at work. I'll, be, I'll 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 3D print myself. So, uh, one, I have no idea. You know, we have all no right, idea what true this right. is. It's almost too it's almost too stereotypical to even believe. But then again, they get very specific. They name names. They name Thomas Lynch as the guy who said it. Uh, or AK Tom Lynch and Tom Lynch Company is the one indeed working on make it stop. Uh, in any case. You, know, you take this stuff with a grain of salt. I'll take it personally, but it is kind of silly, and it kind of does play into like, you know, Asian guys can't be the love interest or the main characters. Uh they're only there to be birds. <laughs> uh side comic characters. Uh it's it's a lot of. This show is dumb. So many. All right, so 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 besides the controversy that that this particular thing is about, I am abruptly angry at the specific mentions of K-pop in this, yeah. and the fact that someone even mentioned the fact of getting Psy to play the father. Not not because it's Psy, right? Not not because of that, but the fact that it would now, even more, besides Megan Lee being in it, have that much more of a direct correlation to K-pop and Korean music and those things, you know? Yeah. Like... <sighs> um, we'll have to see. This, this is a dumb thing to say. This in my life. Yeah, this is a dumb thing to say, and uh, really, really kind of plays into it. it it's like, uh, it's hard. It, it's important to know that it's hard to know if this is actually true. <laughs> like, we don't know for sure if this is true, but it does play into the narrative that we know of of you know, Western media and the lack of uh, Asian male representation. 
in like leading roles and in mm-hmm. strong roles. Um, I mean, like all we had, you know, on television was the show Selfie. We had John Cho, and like, uh, and that got canceled. That flopped because it was okay show. Yeah. Uh, like, even with uh, even with the chick from Doctor Who. <laughs> Even with the chick from Doctor Who that was also in Guardians, with Karen Gillian. Right. I mean, you got fucking Stephen Stephen Yoon on Stephen Yoon on Walking Dead, Walking but even Dead he's like... kind of like uh, not necessarily the character, but I mean he's there, right. and it's like he only there's only two types of Koreans that get jobs. They that's the John Cho type and the uh, the Ken Jong type <laughs> slash Bobby Lee type. You know, there's like, uh, there isn't a diverse, like you won't, you won't find a, you won't find a Lee Kwang Soo <laughs> type like in TV shows on TV show. I mean, in, in, in America. Uh, but yeah, this is dumb and they're dumb if this is true. Uh, that's the last we will talk about. Make it stop. Washing my hands of that show. Officially. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it for another fantastic episode of Hallyujuku. Uh, switch uh, overlays. Uh, cause I... uh, that's it for another episode of Hallyujuku. Cats, what do you got mm-hmm. going in your, your world? Back of the world. Um, not really a lot right now. Going to take a little mini vacate to try to get everything reset. Uh, I do want people to look at for future episodes of uh, Terminator Black Eyes. Uh, we got some really cool episodes coming up. Um, we got one where we talked about the Power Rangers. Uh, we're going to have one in the coming weeks where uh, we um, where we um, talk about some of uh, the new gaming stuff. I'm going to get, uh, I, I know for certain I'm going to get a uh, good old uh, Igovo's James Bartholomew from uh, Indie Love to come on, talk to us about some of this cool indie development stuff that's going on um, with all these engines going uh, free to play. Um, but other than that, like I said, uh, there's really not much going on. Just keep listening to all the podcasts, having fun with that, and doing all that cool stuff. Mm hmm. Uh, he's at King Kaz and about that me slash King Kaz. Uh, I'm at Pete Brave. About that me slash Pete Brave. Uh, Hallyjuku, Kpoppodcast.com, uh, Rebelly.net uh, for this and other shows. YouTube.com slash RABellyTV for under Brian Ibbit or just RebellyTV. <laughs> uh, RA Salvatore. Ray Belly. Uh, Rebelli TV. Uh, I will be doing other uh, videos and stuff like that. I promise. I'm not gonna just spend money on a GoPro and a Zoom H4 for nothing. Uh, not that crazy. So look out for that. Uh, and all the other things. Subscribe, share, like, uh, rate, view, all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Give it to me straight,
Ding. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>